Online Podcast 446. Hello, ladies and gentle whores. Welcome back to Online Podcast. Last week, I didn't do a show because I'm lazy. Uh, this week, I feel inspired, so I want to do a show for you. And I invited an old podcasting pal. And uh, some of you may know him. Some of you may have heard of him. I'm sure if all of you old listeners will probably know who he is. You may still be listening. We may not. In fact, I know there's a, a listener of mine who recently left uh, or sent a message to to this uh, special guest of mine. And his name is Nick Thomas. Hello and welcome to Online Hi. Podcast. Hey, John. How are you? You have some upbeat uh, theme music there. It's new. I do. I do. This is my... (laughs) 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 It is my... It's my... It's You know, it's it's really weird how that sounds. Do you remember... Did you ever remember... uh, I remember the old... Yeah, the old theme music. Which was the old theme music? This is the theme music uh, since day one. That is? Yeah. Well, it seems seems different. Something about the something about it sounds different. I don't know. But uh, are you sure? Yeah, because okay. the, the whole yeah. Whatever. And <laughs> it was it was. <laughs> I like, don't use theme music anymore. So I, I know, just start talking. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't. Okay. Uh, but anyway, those of you who do not know who Nick Thomas is, uh, Nick Thomas, I'll say who he is from my point of view, and then I want to hear how you introduce yourself, okay? So, Nick Thomas, he's a podcaster that I have been listening since very earlier on. He was the one who introduced me to NiceCast, which is the, the live broadcasting application on my Mac, which I still do use regularly. And, oh my gosh, I burned my lip <laughs> earlier for dinner. How, I did, you, my how lip. did you burn your lip? Oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. Sorry, ADD. I am so dumb. I was frying a few eggs. I love eggs. So I had like uh, three eggs. Sounds good. So I was frying eggs with olive oil. And I this is the method I like to do it. It's slightly Chinese. Mm-hmm. It's you olive oil and then you put your eggs in there. And then you kind of spoon the hot oil on top of the 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 eggs. So okay. that you kind of cook the, the top slightly on the... So it's sunny side up essentially. Yeah. And I was so dumb. And I put soy sauce on the on the egg instead of um, sh- uh, not sugar what the hell salt so <laughs> so I put how can you mistake <laughs> salt oh let me tell you there's another there's another story about uh, salt uh, and sugar uh, this is strange so um, so I was you know I was gonna lick off the soy sauce on my spoon and I t- f- totally forgot that it was just in several minutes of hot oil (laughs) so i i put it in my mouth like oh fuck it burned my lip so now 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 i got a blister or something i don't know it's kind (laughs) of fresh but it's still uh it's still a little tender anyway uh but my eggs were delicious (laughs) 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 you know at least you didn't burn your tongue so you couldn't taste Right. Yes, exactly, exactly. But anyway, you know what? I enjoy hearing you laugh more than anything else. And really? It's very rare that you do it, but when you do do it, it yeah. tickles me. Anyway, so uh, Nick Thomas is uh, a podcasting 
friend of mine. I know him through the podcasting world. We never met in person, but uh, I've always appreciated and respected his his honesty on his podcast. And some people like the honesty, or some people find that to be some people call what what do they call you like you know bad example or whatever. I totally、mm-hmm. disagree because I think. You know, if you want to have more representative of a different voice, you should then do a show, so or a podcast, like、right. you call it. So, but I enjoy you, and I have given you pretty、um, direct response to my opinion about your shows when you、right. used to do.、Uh, you know, you would talk about. Your sex capades, and、right. you would some t- to me sometimes when I hear it so many times that it becomes rep- repetitive to me. Of course, the sex I'm sure was exciting, but the recording, <laughs> listening to the recording, or you talking about the 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 sex sex capades, since I am、right. not involved in any of those, that it's not <laughs> as exciting. So,、uh, so that's my idea, and I think a lot of people I talked, I'm still in touch with many of the podcasting. World friends, you know, and people people know of you, and I think you might actually have more listeners than you you even think you have. But I want to bring you onto the show because you recently said something on your show about、uh, monogamy and about the、mm-hmm. the end of DOMA, about immigration and so forth. And、mm-hmm. uh, so I want to sort of you know not clarify, but just talk to you about it,、okay. and so we can discuss that. Plus, I want to give you an opportunity to exp-、uh, tell tell my audience who you are. Who's Nick Thomas? What is your podcast? My podcast.、Mm-hmm. I, it's just、uh, you know when I started out, you're the one that inspired me to do this. Oh, was, and I was think I? you know that、uh, long ago. You're the one that I first started listening to. You and Archer, and、mm-hmm. uh, it was because of your style that made me want to do this. Oh. And so, yeah, that's how I got into it, and uh, it's the whole idea of personal journal. You Uh know, to me, it's like if you're going to do a personal journal, it should be totally honest about your life. Right. You know, and you know, it's not to me. It's not entertainment. It's not about entertainment. It's just about talking about your life. And some people might find that kind of boring, but. You know there are people, and and there are a lot of people that do would prefer an entertainment kind of show. I don't know. I think you can tell me sometimes. Do you find anything that I say entertaining or I, worth? I I well, the two folds to yours. I think、um, the, for some reason I you know I when I listen to a show. Since the very beginning, sometimes I feel like I, I've invested and I kind of know you in a、mm-hmm. very strange podcasting way, you know.、Mm-hmm. And so that is sort of the the attachment that that I have of your show,、um, and the so that that's why I listen to yours. But do I treat that as an entertainment? It depends on how you define entertainment. I think、mm-hmm. um, for for me, it, yeah, it is kind of an entertainment, but at the same time. Uh, what's more intriguing is to look into somebody's life that you don't typically have the opportunity to do so,、uh, just looking from outside. So that that's and I am always a, and I find that to be true. Also, I think Brenda Boo,、uh, this other podcaster,、uh, she's the same as me. Also, she likes this kind of podcast, and she also likes、uh, documentaries.、And、those are kind of human stories, is what excite me and interests me. 
And mm. that is why I, I do treat yours as, as entertainment. I'm sure you don't. But I, I you know, my show is the same. I still call it the sh a show uh, because I do put it up and record it and then put it out there. And how, however you want to take it, it's up to you. But I still treat that as ent entertainment for people who want find it entertaining or find it engaging. Mm. So I do treat your show as an entertainment, but uh, it doesn't have to be. Doesn't you know? Doesn't matter what we call it. It's still. Um, it, it's just you know. It's a new form of of connecting. Yeah. Do you think it, it takes a while for people to understand who I am? Yeah. I mean, or did you? I mean, because you've been invested in it for a long time, mm -hmm. you know. So you've heard pretty much everything. Yes. How I think and how I feel about all kinds of. Uh -huh. subjects because I talk about everything it's not it's not like it's not like I limit myself to certain topics I talk about everything even mundane things that are happening in my life right so I know I mean, I, I I talk about mundane things pretty much every single time because I don't talk about work professional stuff I don't talk and um, just you know my choice because I'm very public and and I just don't mm -hmm. want to ever cross my professional life with my with right. my personal um, hobbies. So so you wouldn't talk about like I've talked about I've talked about my finances I've talked about things that are have been going on at work and stuff like that I, and yeah, you you, would, you wouldn't talk about I wouldn't talk about anything at work and and part of that was started and I kind of want to keep it that way is I started I used to work for Apple. And when I started my podcast, it's the same time where I started uh, working for Apple Retail. And when I work for Apple, they just have a policy that you just simply do not talk about anything. And I just want to keep my life totally separate from, from work. And I have not, you know, I, I do tell people, you know, I'm a designer and I, I, that's, that's my profession, but I don't talk about work at all. That's just my personal choice. When you say do designer, do you mean like interior design? No, or what? I am a, I am, I do motion graphics, so I do animation. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Okay, I didn't and know I, that. And I do a lot of stuff. I do direct videos as well, so there, there are little pieces. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's hence, you know, all the technology. I would have never stuff. even guessed that you were into that. Yeah, I, um, I yes, I, I direct videos. I, I shoot video. I. Um, that's why you're so into you've been so into video because exactly. you've, you've you've had a lot of that on your podcast feed before. Uh yeah, I I got lazy. <laughs> I got lazy. Videos. Uh, videos because it's a lot of work. Plus, if it's stuff that you do at work, you probably don't want to do it, you know, outside of work, right. you know. So, uh but yeah, that's that's it. That's my okay. thing. That's so, I, I it's it's uh it's I think you mentioned that in your show before that I that I was the one who who started the idea right. that you can actually do this the uh, podcast like that. Right. So that's good to know. How long have you have you been doing your show? Uh Lord, you would ask me questions like this. I'm gonna I ask think you, you how old you to are too. Tell us you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I know how how uh, uh I don't know. I have to go to nickthomas.org. I don't really even know. Go down to the archives, and it says July. Wait, no, it says January 2007. So I've been doing it since January 2007. 2007. Okay, I started in 2004. Yeah, and I'm at 722. 
Jesus. Podcast. Obviously, you're doing more. I, I'm only at 4.46 right now. This show is 4.46 right. because I, I used to do more shows, but then I got lazy and then I got You, you know, stop I sometimes. I stopped. Like last week, I didn't do a show. I, I just right. figured, you know, whenever I want to put out a show, I would. I just, right. I, it used to be a burden and yeah. it, it stopped becoming fun for me. And yeah. so I, I didn't want to feel obliged to do it. I just do right. it whenever I, I want to do it. Now, this is for my personal journal podcast. You know, I have other podcasts that I do. And I think right. my Penang Hokkien podcast is more like a show for me. And I, I have not missed a show since 2005. Every single Monday, I put out a show okay. for Penang Hokkien. And uh, so, so that's my other side. Mm. And I also have Ding the Bell, Ding the Ling, yeah. Ding the Loche. I, I don't know how you do so many. I, I couldn't do that. Well, the, the, the price that I pay is that sometimes I don't do a show. Yeah. The, the one show that I always post is Penang okay. Hokkien. That's yeah. the show. But anyway. That's uh, uh, so there. Well, so now you you guys know, and uh, it, I would say uh, Nick Thomas is a personality that is very how to say how do you, how do you categorize? He he is very honest and to the point that some people find it annoying, and some mm. people find it intriguing. And I'm the latter, obviously. And uh, I also. It, it, I I typically try not to judge, and mm -hmm. I think that makes me tend to make me a, ha a happier person anyway, and so I enjoy that. And I think if you listen with an open ears and open mind, especially that I I find it very intriguing. And I think I forgot who this listener who contacted you. Uh, uh, the girl, no. huh? The girl yeah, that the contacted girl, yeah. me recently. Uh -huh. Cause she, oh, I can't Lord. remember her name, but anyway, she she's a listener of mine, I think, right. and and mm -hmm. and heard about you and and check you out. But again, I also don't expect people to listen to my show forever and ever. Do you uh -huh. know? I I don't expect anybody, and I know you as a podcaster would would sometimes you kind of understand that, right? You sometimes feel very alone. You oh, you don't yeah. hear from people. Yeah, I, it would be nice if I had more feedback sometimes. I, I think you have more feedback than me. Oh, really? And I'm well, still you, I think the, the difference then with you and me is that you, you, you see more live people. You know, you're, you have friends and associates and stuff like that, where I have associates at work, but when I leave work and come home, I'm pretty much alone. Yeah. Like this whole weekend, I'll be alone unless I decide to hook up with somebody, you know? Right. Other, otherwise, that'll be it. I think I mentioned that on my show, too, is that when you were talking about your financial um, uh, difficulties. Problems, yeah. And I, I mentioned that on my show that mm -hmm. if it were me... I would first thing is to drop my internet connection. You know, the things that I want to stop doing is my podcast. But then well, I do, in my show, I also, you know, when I was, you know, my whole podcast is thinking out loud. So essentially yeah. during my recording, while I'm talking about that, I realized, you know, this is part of your life. This is kind of, you, you get the only way I can connect with the world. Other people, yeah. Right. So, I, you know, I understand it. So let's talk about our similarities and our differences. You know, probably, okay. uh, probably, I, I would say a lot of the things that you do are rather different from my life. Sometimes to the point where, and you know, I respect you, right? I hope you do. Yeah, sure. I respect you, and okay. I, I never okay. look 
down at anyone. It's just ne- not my job and not my character to do that. And so, but I have to say this. Things that you say sometimes on your podcast crack me up, not because I'm laughing at you, <laughs> but it is so different from my comprehension that <laughs> I just oh, really? was like, oh my gosh! You just, you just never would have looked at it that oh, way. Oh, huh? no! No! And uh, so different. So let's talk about this. You know, uh, maybe I'll have you start since, you know, we're like 16 minutes into the show already. Oh, okay. Is so, any, anything that, that you want to... Uh, well, I mean, one of, the, one, one of the things I guess that you... You know, one of the things that I guess I've been curious about with you is uh, is the monogamy kind of thing. Uh-huh. I mean, and you and Bruce. Mm-hmm. Uh, so am I correct in understanding that when you, you were living in Malaysia, right? Is yes, that where I was. you're from originally? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you ended up talking to Bruce through the internet, right? No. That's how I, no, this is I have to patch. That's how I was like, I gotta be on his show. But I you you ended up being on my show. Um right. so you gotta send your listeners over here, then maybe I'll have more listeners. <laughs> Well, no, I'm curious about it. Okay. I, I really didn't. I don't know the backstory on how so here's you and the back, Bruce met. Here's the backstory. I came here for school. So I came from Malaysia and came to America for school. And I graduated in 1998 uh, from college. And that's when I started talking. Before I graduated, I started talking to Bruce online. And we became friends. And uh, I graduated and moved up to Kansas City from the small town about an hour and a half, an hour away from Kansas City. And he lived in a different town in Kansas. And uh, we've already started corresponding. We talk on the phone already. And then, um, uh, so, and he's a teacher. And so school ended and he, he came up to see me. So that's how we met. That's how, you okay. know, that's when we met in person. But it's not while I was in Malaysia. It is during okay. school in college. But, it, when I was but it seems like to me, based on what I remember, mm-hmm. is that you connected real quick. There was an emotional bond pretty quick. Yes, it's, uh, well, I'd say there's a connection for sure. Uh, He already liked me. I already like him. Uh, That part of that is because we started talking, you know. So I find him, you know, sweet. I like him. And, uh, but then we we have not met in person. So I'm also realistic, right? So Mm -hmm. we met and we sort of dated for a year uh, before. Did Did you date other guys? I never, I, I'm not a dating kind of guy. I don't so you know. Never, whether, you never dated any other guys before Bruce? No. And really? this is, isn't that like amazing, like blow your mind? Yes, for, it is. Right? Uh, so this is the exact same experience sometimes when I listen to your podcast. You never like, had, what? you never had sex with other guys before I, well, Bruce? <laughs> oh, no, I, I got you. No, I have not. I. No, I have not. Uh, so oh, isn't that strange? Serious? I know, blew your mind, right? Okay, so. Um, so you were a virgin. Uh, yes. And wow. uh, so, but I, I think I, I was not interested in, in dating that way. And part of that is probably due to my own um, oppression or, you mm-hmm. know, my, of the whole idea. Because I you know growing up Asian in an Asian country. It's really taboo. And, and Catholic. Yeah. So it's like all the elements that could, you know, push my sexuality down, those things push it down way, way, way down there. So I never really dated anyone or never even ever entertained the idea of, of uh, 
romantic relationship. So that was out of the picture until I was not to say that I was didn't fantasize about men. Obviously, I was you know attracted to several priests, <laughs> but uh, that's a different story. So that's how we met, and I immediately have that bond. And so the it, it took about a year. For us, sort of, you know, several months, and we sort of dated, and then we we feel like, you know, okay, it is uh, seems like it's working, and so a year later, he moved up here to Kansas City, and then we moved in together, and that's we've been together ever since. So that's like fifteen years ago. Can you hmm. fathom <laughs> that I just, idea? Uh, I don't know what to say about that. But, but I mean, do, do you think? What, what do you question think, you have? Are you me? curious sometimes about? Uh, other guys oh yeah yeah and and uh i here's my explanation to that and my uh idea on uh whether or not you're exclusive i i never i'm very realistic i come into the relationship i never thought that okay i'm you know it's gonna be forever and ever you know that i don't pay too much attention to the whole i'm gonna be your the the monogamy part comes Mm -hmm as a respect for the other partner, not as much as um, that's my nature. Because I know you sometimes talk about, it's not natural to be monogamous. I actually Mm -hmm. agree. I actually agree. agree. I agree. Because we, uh, you know, as human being, we have, you know, when you're hungry, you eat. Um, But when you're fat, you don't eat as much. (laughs) So so there (laughs) there are things that you have to do to control that. And part of that is, the reason why that I, I feel satisfied and content in my relationship is because I see my relationship as more than just the, the sexual connection, which we do. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, I probably can't, you know, stay that long. We, we have that connection. But on top of that, if it is not something that... So, so my idea is, let's say if my partner... Because, now again, I think I talk off-air to you about this. Anytime I wanted to talk about sexual stuff, it is inevitable that I have to talk about Bruce, my partner, which he's very private. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about that. Hence, I'm just going to give you an example. Okay. If I am not uh, opposed to uh, being, uh, uh, what is the opposite of monogamous? Is uh, not <laughs> opposite of monogamy is uh i i don't have to be monogamous okay so okay. Uh, i don't have to be monogamous but when you are in a relationship if the other person that's the choice then you have to respect that choice and hence i am in a monogamous relationship now that doesn't mean you ask me if you ever wonder of course i do i'm a human being and i think it's only honest that i you know i admit that's like no i never thought about that bullshit mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. yes but what is more important for my um, satisfaction of that what, craving or, or lust or whatever you want to call it, you know, it, it's, it's that Bruce is more important for me. He's yeah. more important than my curiosity. <clears throat> you know, I have my porn that I can watch. But, <laughs> but uh, he, he is so important for me that I, I the, the payoff, you know, so you don't get everything. So, in other words, Bruce would be upset if he uh, and he wouldn't agree to uh, a, you know, you exploring your sexuality outside of your relationship with him. We we talk about that all the time, and I think uh, the the my conclusion is it would even if he's not upset with me, it would jeopardize our relationship, and it's too 
precious for me to mess mm. with it. Because I so think So you can't separate love and sex. Uh That's... for 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 at least for for him. Uh I I I think I'm if, okay, so if you ask me. So if my partner is say he he is monogamous but uh, with me and he doesn't mind me going outside uh having mm-hmm. having uh, other sexual partners right. i think i might be able to, to do it right at this stage of my life i don't have the urge of doing it but i i'm not opposed to doing it okay well is that something that make, new yeah so cuz I, I think i would have thought totally different well, yeah. now I am a little bit different, also because I'm very open-minded. I, you know, I I am I am on the the left side of the the open-mindedness. You know, I'm very open, and I I am also kind of realistic about it. I don't think you know if I I I think I can separate. Um, oh well, I don't know, but right now because I don't have the the. I don't feel like I need to do that, and therefore I'm not doing it. But if to let's say one day. 20 years down the road or 15 or another five years or whatever. I feel like mm-hmm. I cannot be mentally healthy and sane because I want to and I crave so much to go and have another sexual partner. I would probably have the co- that it, it is affecting me so much that it's interfering with my relationship with my partner. Then mm-hmm. I would have a conversation with my partner. And it, it be, if it comes to a point where staying in, in this relationship is and is no longer possible unless I go. I have sexual partner with a, a, a separate person, a different person. Then I will have that conversation at that time. And uh, and you know, it's either if I can't be healthy and be fully giving to my relationship, mm-hmm. I'm just dying inside. Then it really doesn't help the relationship anyway. Whether or not I'm being monogamous. Does that make sense? So yeah. if it comes to a point where I cannot do that anymore, I need to have other sexual partners, I would then talk to my partner and see if he's, he's open and willing to doing that. If that is going to make our, our, our own relationship and our sexual connection even better. You know what I mean? So, so none of what you're just telling me, though, would be a surprise to Bruce, basically. No, what you he, just we, talk about, we talk about stuff like that now. Oh, do you? So yeah. you're really open with him about everything. Yeah. That's and good. it's just we are... Okay, so you were saying how lucky we are, right? I don't I don't ever doubt. Every day I feel lucky because there's so much to a relationship that could go wrong. You know this, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. First, there's you need to be able to, sex, to be attracted to that person, right? That's the most basic thing. Right. And you need to like each other. Because, you know, if you're like, you have the hots for each other, but then you hate each other, you can have like the best sex, but you hate each other. That doesn't quite work also, you know, for a long-term relationship. And uh, you got to like each other. You got to attract, be attracted to each other sexually. You got to be able to be compatible in many ways, you know, politically or or uh, how you live your life. Uh, to a degree, I mean, you have to compromise, but to a degree, you have to be able to be livable with the other person. All that element. And then you also have to be in the mindset of, hey, I want this relationship to work. And both have to be in the same place. The one thing that I find very useful for us is we talk a lot 
earlier on in our relationship. Right now, we kind of we don't have to have the conversation because we've been together for so long that it's a lot easier for us to just know each other. But before earlier on, we constantly visit. Like during the first year of our our dating period, we con- we talk every several months. We would talk about where are you? You know, are, are you there? Are we are we exclusive? Are you still seeing? Because when he started seeing me, he was still seeing other people. You know, okay. it was we were just friends. You know, we, we were dating. You know, uh-huh. so we're testing each other out. Uh, I'm lazy. I don't. I don't like dating, and I don't know if this is, comes as a surprise for you. I I have very low self esteem, especially hmm. when it comes to uh, dating, because because I've never dated anybody. So I've never. I don't have that confidence to go out there. Even until today, uh, I think I'm at my. I'm very comfortable with my self image. Well, there's a few pounds to go, but you know I'm obsessed with my weight, and I mm-hmm. uh, my self image is all warped because I was a fat kid, and even until today I still cannot or don't know how to pick up when guys hit on me. I still mm-hmm. don't pick that up. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, so what were what were we talking about? So that's that's my idea about um, the connection. Okay, of communication. So we always right. visit. We always visit and say if if this is what you think, you know, is this healthy for us you know what's not working let's talk about mm-hmm. it and work it out so so that's that does that clarify some things yeah sure i'm, it, I'm it just still sort of surprised oh so what oh. surprised you i i would have thought that you would have because you seem to me like the kind of person that would have been totally for monogamy and i would have thought i am, you would current, have come I am back. currently I, I would have thought but, you would have come back and you would have said something like, uh, "I, you know, I just don't be- believe in not being monogamous." I think a lot of people are that way, but I, I don't know. I find myself being a little bit more realistic than than the idealist of. But but the fact that you don't even do anything about it, you know, is surprising. I mean, what do you mean, uh, do anything me. about it? I mean, you know, like, like get, on, get on one of the get get on one of the chats and hook up with somebody. Yeah. I mean, there's bound to be plenty of guys and. Well, I think, City, I think part Missouri. of that, I'm sure. I think part of that is because of my lack of self <laughs> self confidence and my self image too. Because you know who I, in my head is like who would want to do that, and uh, I also I don't have the need. I have other things that I can do that would would uh, quench the thirst. Really? Porn. Yeah. Well, so, but they're not. They they work for a while, but they're not satisfied. For you, for you, for me, it's still okay. Cause that's why really? I, I never say never because what I hate is I ha- we have all these years of our podcast, right? You can go back, go back and listen and say, "Oh, John said he'll never go screw around uh, yeah. outside," and then oh, boom, like five, ten years later. Well, no, you've maintained that for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as I'm getting older too, I who knows? You know, I'm a hit hit forty. I mean, I'll you and Bruce, are, how, how long have you and Bruce been together? Fifteen, fifteen years. Oh my God! So. Here's the thing. We constantly talk about it, and uh, fifteen years. Yeah. yeah, and I I also think that I'm realistic about it. So if it happens one day, you know, we've talked about it. If it happens one day, we'll have that chat at that time. Mm. So we don't have that pressure. We don't have that pressure of you cannot go out. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, well, I think that would still surprise him if you ever did that. Like to talk to him. No, I would think, yeah, I think if you ever came to him and said, it, I have this need to uh, see what it's like, I don't know. you know, before I, know I die it, with another guy. It might, you know? I don't know if it, if it I th- would I surprise think that, him. That would surprise him. I don't know if it, it would might. surprise him. I think it would probably, uh, maybe he would say, oh, me too. 
that'd be a lot easier. But but if it comes up, because we've talked about it, it's a conversation that we we said. You know, this might be a possibility because we're realistic about it. But okay. I just we just don't have the need for so many years. So I I think it, it probably will be okay. But what I'm saying is, it may not surprise him, but it may if it, it may make him make that tough decision. You know, uh, mm-hmm. if he's not in line with what I'm do what I wanted to do. But I also know that he cares for me more than. Um, you know whether or not we are monogamous. If it makes me healthier and happier mentally, if if we can, if, if that is what it takes for me to to become sane or have a better relationship with him, I would rather it be that way, and I, he would rather it be that way too. And I know him long enough that I know that's going to be the case. It will not be an easy decision, probably, but he would rather me be happy because there the me I am more important than my dick. <laughs> Okay, well, now I guess it's time for you to ask me something. Okay. Then. So, what, what am I going to ask? Back and forth. Huh? Yeah, I don't know if we need to. Because uh, you know all about me, you're right. I do, yeah, I know. I know I know all about you. Um, That's true. Yeah, I give it all out. Eventually, you might have to listen to 722 podcasts, but eventually you'll hear it. Hear the I, whole story. I have gone through. How, okay, so maybe this is what I should ask you. Uh, how are you doing health-wise? I know you, when did you, was it a year ago that you? Uh, let's say, wasn't in January, February, uh, not the last January, February, the fe- January, February before that. What is this? This is, that would have been, what is this? 13, that would have been 12. Oh, why well, has it been that long? January, February. You, okay, let's tell people what 2012. It is. is that when you found out that you're, you're I found positive? out I was positive. HIV positive. HIV positive, yes. Well, I, and, I never, you know, that was probably no surprise. I, that was probably a bigger surprise to me than it was to uh, all of my listeners. You know, it, it, it almost hit me in a way where, um, no, and I, I'm even, I'm not, I don't want to come across as I'm. I don't want to come across as like I judge people who are positive because I have friends, great friends who are positive, but uh, and I don't like I don't judge typically anyway. But it still hit me when I found mm-hmm. out when when I heard it from your show. It hit me like I was like, oh, oh no, you know. I hmm. it's it's like it's not a surprise if you because- only listen to what we told him. Or, but, because yeah. see, I was I was totally honest even up to that point. I was talking about, like you said in the introduction, about my sex life and my risky sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. And I've been honest and upfront about that the entire time that I was doing the podcast or have been doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would get feedback from people telling me, you need to wear a condom. You need to be play safe. You don't need to be f- fucking around so much. And, uh, you know, I just didn't listen to anybody. And you know, <clears throat> I, have you ever heard from me? I mean, I, I may have said, uh, you know, I'm also lazy. So, you know, it's very rare that I interact with you. Uh, but I, I, I remember I may have said something about, I think this is like prior to your uh, 
th- this last one that you found out that you're positive. This is like during your test. You know, I always say, you know, be safe. You know, be safe. Th- I mean, like mm-hmm. I-, I never say, hey, y- you don't do this because here's what I know about you. You're very stubborn. And you think so. Uh huh. Don't you think so? You're very stubborn, and you won't listen to other people. And there's no point for for us to be talking. So that's why nobody sends me uh, comments because they know it better. It doesn't do any good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I think people don't send comments because people. It's it's hard work, actually. You know, I listen to several podcasts and calling in and and sending. I really appreciate when people do that because it mm. takes effort to doing that, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm just if I beg and like, plead, plead, I can get people yeah. to. Uh, right. I have more interaction on Twitter. Yes, that's why I, I find Twitter to be like an in between my shows kind of thing. You know, a lot of people you can get a right. sample of in a in a in the small little packages of right. Of that and and me putting the poll questions on the website. Recently yeah. has added a little more interaction. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, uh, so my question is, uh, how's your health right now? I'm d- I'm doing fine. You know, when with the drugs, I take three pills every day, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, with the drug therapy that I'm on, I have no problem. You know, I mean, you know, every now and then I'll feel bad or something like that. I have the usual side effects every now and then from the drugs which is what stomach problems oh, okay. like a then, stomach problem as in uh, going diarrhea to the or going to the bathroom going to the bathroom is like as in like you gotta poop right <laughs> there uh, are problems sometimes I, that way I, no of course problem? i can beat it the totally opposite way where you know oh, we're you talking can. about things oh, okay. that are nasty I don't usually talk about this. I know. So. It's like I talk John, about poop. I talk about on. poop. It's like you talk yeah, about sex. I know. I've heard <laughs> some of your poop, poop podcasts Poop stories. Before. Did you know? Okay, let me let me educate you. And there I f- don't like to talk about that. I, let me educate you since you're on my show. There are four things that I, I need to – I'm very particular with bathroom I, well, for number two. Okay. I need to have the proper temperature, the proper moisture, the proper sight what? and smell. Now, let me explain. Yeah, you need to. I don't know what you're talking about. Sight is easy. Sight. If you see it, if there's poop smear (laughs) on the toilet seat or on the wall. Oh, please, John. Yes. Anyway, so (laughs) it's kind of funny how you squirm over poop, but uh, uh, you can talk so much about So you haven't learned how to sit on the toilet seat yet without getting it all over the seat. No, no, no. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking – you mean like – Oh, okay. Of, I thought so we were talking about the, you. The requirement for a good, I cannot do number two anywhere. It has to oh, be. Oh, okay. You're these, talking about like in a public place. Yes. Uh, okay. It, when you I can go to a public restaurant. When I go to when I go bathroom. Ba- no, correct. When I go back to Asia, I have a specific rest uh, hotels that my dad knows where to take me to if I need to go to the bathroom. He'll take <laughs> me to the closest hotel because I can't stand public restrooms in Asia. So number one is sight and need to look good, needs to look clean. Smell, obviously. If it smells awful, I can't do it. Uh, mm-hmm. number three is temperature. So if it's too hot, especially in Asia when it when Malaysia, when it gets really hot, everything amped up. It's re- it's gonna be really bad. Like the temperature is really hot and you're sweaty. Mm-hmm. Because that also goes into the fourth factor, which is moisture. Because when it's wet, I cannot do my business when it's wet. 
either the floor wet or if I'm yeah, sweating. I think I can agree with you on all, mm-hmm. all of those. I, you know, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I will go to a public restroom. And, I mean, I know, would if I have to. You know, I have no doesn't, choice. Doesn't have to have a glory hoe in it either. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a different topic. But, okay, so mm-hmm. I do have one other question for you. Okay. If you were to put it in percentage, sex, how much <laughs> How much does sex consist of, or, or uh, if, let's say if you can put it in a percentage of your life, how many percent sex is in your life? It's, it's totally changed, John, since can I can be yeah, positive. Tell us pre and post. Pre, I was, you know, if all you had to do was listen to the podcast prior to the January, you know, 2012, whatever. I mean, I would I would have sex quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, how many percent it's just, do you think? It's, it's not, just not, a, it's different once you just, become positive. Not just real, like you know, in person sex, but just sex itself. Because you know, you get horny and all that. That is, you know, uh, it would be under the umbrella of sex. So, how much percentage wise in your life do you think sex consists of? How much does sex rule your daily activities and things? You're you talking do? about now. Then. Then. Then uh, it was constant. 90, 100%? Was, no, I mean, probably, obviously. Probably in the 90s. Don't count sleeping, obviously, but, you know, when you're working, you know, the, yeah. those times. I mean, that you're I, was, not I was, you know, doesn't, you know, that's the thing. It's weird to me. Don't, don't all gay men think about it all the time. It sounds like we're going to have mean, to do a second show. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, think about it. When you're, when you're out, when you're out at work or where, wherever you are, John, don't you notice cute guys? I do. I do. And but don't you sometimes fantasize about them? No. You I, don't? No. Because uh, I, that's, that's why. Okay, here's the reason, listeners. I know we're going to have 41 minutes now. Here's the reason why I want to bring uh, Nick Thomas up on the podcast is because there are things that when he says that is, I just, it's just not my norm. So I think it's good to, to talk about that. So I do I see, when I see cute guys, do I look like ooh he's hot? Yes, and uh, it happens all the time. Even like you know I would uh, uh, I don't remember the story when I was at a gas station. This was several years ago. There was this guy who was driving in this truck with his like a, a mower on the back. You know he's probably go to people's yard doing his people's yard or whatever. And mm-hmm. he was so hot. I was looking at him. I was checking him. And I was like, mm-hmm. did he have his shirt off? He does not have his shirt off, but he has this, this kind of wife beater thing. That so he looks really good. And I was like checking him. I was like, girl. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, guess what happened? I went what? to work, and I when I arrived at work, I look at my rear view, not rear view mirror, my side mirror, and I saw that my guest the little thing is still open, the door. And I totally forgot the cap was. I left the cap at the gas station. I completely did not finish closing oh, up my little are you kidding? So I do. I do check. I check out guys, but not every single guy that I see that is hot, I get a boner. So well, no, I'm not like that either. I don't get a boner every time I see a guy. Yeah, but you know, I look at guys all the time. I do too. We do. I mean, Bruce and I do. We check out hot guys. And I was like, oh, go look, look, look over there. Three of Look, he's o'clock. so cute. Uh huh. So you know, and and I I am an equal opportunity gay man. I like men of all shape, sizes, color, and all that. So uh, we find, and we both are. 
And uh, so we check out guys all the time, but it doesn't mean that we have to act on it. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. But anyway, we are at 43 minutes. So anyway, do you have anything else that we want to address? So oh, no, you haven't answered me the question yet. How many well, percent my, my, post pre? How many percent? 90 some percent you said? Before? Yeah. 90 something, okay. I guess. All right. After you were... Uh, oh, man. It's really out? dropped off. What I, I don't know. I mean, it, when I first found out I was positive... I didn't want to have sex with anybody. I remember those. To- totally turned off to. I remember it. the podcast. It took me a while to get back but to where I, it interests me. What about uh, having sex with somebody aside? What about just you know feeling, you know, sexual? Was did did that decrease as well? Not just having sex with somebody, like having a hookup or something. Just the f- mere fact of oh, feeling like oh, I want to watch. Porn if or if I think off. about it, John, you know, uh-huh. I, you know, I get sexual. It doesn't take a lot to get me sexual. Even it's post, sometime, even after sometime, you. Were... right? But sometimes it's better to try to have some kind of distraction. You know, because uh-huh. television too much. or whatever. Okay. I mean, you know. Really, I mean, it's other. It, it, otherwise, it's sitting around dwelling on it, and sometimes you can dwell on it, and it drives you nuts. You know that you don't. Have, <laughs> drives you, that nuts. you don't. You don't have anybody. You know, maybe you're in the mood. You want to do something, mm-hmm. but just because you're in the mood doesn't mean you're going to find anything to be with. Yeah. So, I don't know. So our our sexual, um, what is it? Our sexual. You think we should like stop desire. this and come back? Maybe we should. Do you want to? We can do that. It would probably we, be better st- because you'd like to do a... I think there's still stuff that we can talk about okay. that would, yeah, would go beyond that, right? Come back. Okay. Thank you for letting me do that. Here's another upbeat song <laughs> for Nick Thomas. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the show. If you find the show exciting, you can go listen to Nick Thomas at Nick Thomas. Dot org. Okay, nickthomas.org Or you can look for Nick Thomas on iTunes And uh, go subscribe to his show I find him fascinating And he's a decent guy too uh, He's not uh, always crazy no. <laughs> I oh. am always crazy yeah, But anyway, are. don't forget to smile And uh, come listen to me next week for more Bye